What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 19 of the 217 cast with Mac and Miles. And we are coming off a great Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, man. Tom Brady taking his seventh ring. Um, you informed me of that. I'm not super up to date on sports, but I always enjoy watching the Super Bowl, especially from a marketer's perspective. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's going on. And um, there's a lot of changes this year that I'm really excited to discuss. Oh, yeah, it was pretty cool. And it's like the old guard versus the new guard, like, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. It was a great game. The, you know, Buccaneers blew him out. Tom Brady did his thing. But, yeah, there was a, it was really interesting this year with the ads and where the money went and kind of how the, the, the companies chose to focus and spread out, you know, their, their contributions this year. It was, it was really interesting. Um, and I'm excited to kind of talk about it uh, as we get in this episode. Yeah, um, I thought it was really cool that, a lot of places pulled out and started putting their money elsewhere. Um, let's get into that a little bit. So who do you want to jump at first? I mean, there are a lot of companies that did this. Budweiser. We have to, they yeah. like, they are the staple, you know, Super Bowl commercial with the horses and the dogs, like their Clydesdales are the Super Bowl and they chose to look elsewhere this year. Yeah. That was kind of a shock just because they are so iconic. Um, and, and they always have some heartwarming commercial. It's, you know, whereas most companies go for comedy, Budweiser always goes to hit those heartstrings. Um, and I think even though they pulled out and they didn't spend any money advertising, they still did that, um, you know, by taking that money and putting it back into the community um, where it really needs to be right now. Yeah. And they, they are really, they, correct me if I'm wrong, but they were doing, you know, the COVID, right? Vaccine COVID awareness, like putting their money toward like very, very equal distribution of vaccines in neighborhoods. And yeah, it was, it was weird not seeing um, Budweiser commercials. And it was so interesting to me because I saw Bud Light commercials and I was like, oh, like maybe they changed their mind or maybe, you know, they had like a change of heart, but they really like kept them totally, totally separate. Like Bud Light, yeah, run your commercials, but Budweiser's like, no, like we're really gonna, put our money you know where we think it serves the best value yeah and it just goes to show like two very similar brands can just do two super set, like different things and still both win um and i think that's really neat um one of the ones that i loved was the fiverr commercial um okay. i felt like they were showing for like putting freelancers in the spotlight and like freelancing isn't always like the sexiest job. Um, but I, th I thought that giving them a spotlight, especially during a time in COVID, like during COVID, like there are a ton of freelancers whose businesses have blown up, who have done super well because they're like, oh yeah, working from home, totally used to that. Like I don't even need like to take a second to readjust. I'm just going to keep moving. And so they were able to kind of get that leap on the bigger companies or even just like smaller businesses still have some overhead still have some employees to figure out how to work from home so i thought that was pretty cool um and what i loved about it is that right at the beginning it showed the four seasons landscaping and then the, a sign drops down and it said impress venue do you know that have you read the whole story behind all that i did not no no you were telling me about it a little bit earlier but i have not read the full story yeah so um back 
a little while back, um, there's a press conference being held at the Four Seasons. And, you know, you hear Four Seasons and I think hotel. And it was in New York. So a lot of a lot of the press showed up to Four Seasons Hotel in New York City. And it was actually in, I believe it's New Jersey. They showed up. They actually did the press conference at Four Seasons Landscaping in their parking lot in front of the garage. Um, and it was Rudy Giuliani, which is, he's the former mayor of New York. He hosted a press conference uh, to discuss Trump's campaigns and like all the struggles that they had. Um, and I just thought it was super ironic that Fiverr would take a jab at that. I didn't even catch that. That is, un- that's hilarious. Yeah. I, so I had like heard a little bit about the whole Four Seasons landscaping incident. Yeah. And I went back and like rewatched that commercial. I was like, oh, wait, hold on. And then I saw like the sign say and press venue. I was like, I know exactly what that's taking a jab at. Like, oh my goodness. I didn't even catch that. I think a lot of, a lot of people probably missed it because it wasn't like a huge deal. Like, but it's a shot of the garage and then they just like open the garage and go right in, but they don't like make it a big deal of where it's at. And then like inside of it, it shows like all these freelancers, like going to work and all kinds of stuff. It's, it was really neat. That is, if, see, that's the thing. It's like, if you knew about that, you had a field day. Like, that was probably the best commercial of the night. Yeah. Where like to the casual like fan, they were like, oh, this is like pretty interesting, pretty funny. But that's amazing. That is, I mean, yeah. Like that is literally genius advertising. Well, and if you think about it too, I mean, it's a, there's a, I feel like there's a little bit, bit of symbolism there. Like, you know, that's where they did the press conference and then back behind the scenes or behind where the, the, you know, the podiums would have been was like in the garage and like every, behind every big campaign, there are tons and tons of little freelancers who are, you know, doing some graphic work, doing some video editing, doing some copywriting, doing some, you know, um, dubbing over with audio that kind of stuff and just like i felt like there was a little symbolism there and and freelancers are a huge part of our economy yeah that's true yeah there was a there were a lot of good commercials like one specifically the jeep commercial they got a ton of praise for theirs the jeep commercial talking about you know how can we all come together and just beat the division in the country and all of this just great great jeep commercial and it's like you know, there's there's so many brands that you would like expect to take that stance. I'm not saying that you wouldn't expect Jeep to, but it was like, okay, you know, this rugged, tough outdoor like company is addressing like the social climate. Like, hey, like there's an issue and we need to come together. And yeah, we're a truck manufacturer. We've been doing it for 80 years, but we if we can stop and address this, then like everyone can. And why can't we come together? And I saw a lot of things online this morning just about, oh, you know, Jeep did a great job, Jeep, Jeep this, Jeep that. It's true, right? It's like, you know, these companies that have millions of dollars for placement really have to be strategic in what they want to say. Um, and Jeep said what was on their mind, right? Like people buy Jeeps every day. So they weren't trying to push the new Wrangler or anything like that or tell us, you know, what awards they won. They really wanted to stop and reflect on we were built in this country on strong, hardworking backs of Americans. And right now we're the furthest thing from that. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I think it. I saw that commercial and I had no idea what, what it was for. I mean, I, I was kind of in and out, not really paying full attention, but I caught it at the end and I was like, wow, like Jeep is making quite a statement. And, you know, it's about time that companies that have a voice don't just have a voice for their product. They have a voice for the people. And I think that's going to separate 
um, as we get deeper and deeper into, you know, just society, it's going to separate real companies that care about their customers versus companies that don't care and are just trying to make a quick buck. And I think Reddit, Reddit also did a great job um, of doing that. They weren't able to take out a 30 second ad, you know, that's $5.6 million was what a 30 second ad spot was going to cost. Um, they took out a five second ad and they basically put up a Reddit post on the television. And I can't remember how many markets it was in, but it was in a lot of the major markets. Um, and it was just able to like, because of course of GameStop, everything went on with GameStop last, the last couple of weeks. Um, Reddit has been hot because of wall street bets and, they were able to take out a um, that ad and just show like, you know, we are a people, we are a place where people who are looking for community, they can find it here. And then there's um, also a subreddit called Superb Owl, which is spelled Super B-O-W-L, which is Super Bowl. And it's a place where people talk about owls. Like there's a community about owls. And it's like that right there just goes to show that they really do care about their audience, their customers. Um, and they are giving people a place to connect. Like right now we are missing so much connection because we are all on zoom calls. We are not seeing as many people as we used to. And there's a, a place online where people can really connect deeply. Um, and something totally off topic that Reddit does that I really love is their secret Santa you know, every year they do a huge, like the biggest secret Santa there ever is and it probably ever will be. And it's just, they really are a place that cares about connecting people to other people. And I thought that was really cool. And they couldn't afford that, that big spot. So they just got a smaller one and created this Reddit post. It definitely took five, more than five seconds to read, but you could pause it. You could go back and look at it. And it was really neat to read. It's so interesting. And it's true. Cause it's like, you know, the, the companies that are so people focused most of the time don't have those big budgets to run a minute ad, you know, and it's so funny because like the ads that I remember, the extra long ads, Tide, right? PNG, mm -hmm. they have all the money in the world to run a full minute ad. So right. they're going to get George Costanza. They're going to do a whole like, you know, whole ad. And you're like, oh, that was awesome. You know, you could tell there's a lot of money and budget that went into this on top of what you paid for the spot. But it's like, the small ones that you remember, like the people focused companies, like that's where like the true heart of the communities are. Like you said, like, right. Like Reddit, Reddit has five seconds. Right. And we're going to make you remember everything that we said, because that's who we are. Right. We connect people. Right. Um, and there were so many just different ads that talked about, you know, budgets and obviously, you know, Doritos is one of them that always has great funny ads and like GM yeah. took out a big thing to talk about their digital cars and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah, this is awesome. But like, what did you do for the people? Like, this is such a tough year on people. Like, okay, cool. You have 800, you know, different models of electric cars coming, but like, what's that going to do for the everyday person who's been stuck inside? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, I did think there was a very large amount of like electrical vehicle ads ton, this year, right? which is, it's cool to see. And like you said about Tide, like as much as I love Tide, I'm not connecting with anybody because we love Tide. 
I mean, right. I'm sure there are people are who are fans like that, and that's great. It's just I don't connect to people because of Tide. I connect to people because of you know the few subreddits I'm in. I you know the marketing subreddit, the investing subreddit, all that kind of stuff. It's really fun just to be on there and, and go back and forth with people, chat about different things in comments, and you feel like you there is like an actual connection, even though you've never met this person, you don't know what they look like. It's pretty neat. Um, and I think as we go further into the future, we'll see more companies take on that role of being connectors. What'd you think of the, the halftime show? Did you catch any of it? I did. Um, I heard somebody, somebody asked me, he said, what was up with like the diapers on their head? Like what was, and I was, I was like, the song was called, I, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Like those are the lyrics. Like, oh, and I was like, and it was really just a creative way to get them all to have a mask on. Like, <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense. So I thought it was really cool though. Um, I'm a big fan of the weekend. And like his music is just like a lot of it's deep, a lot of it's really fun. Um, I thought it was good. What do you think of it? I love I love the weekend. Like you said, he's one of my favorite acts. Like he has just so many songs that have you know, spanned time. I feel like that he is, you know, I feel like he started releasing music in like 2013, 2014, but like he has so many songs that can play anywhere in the world. And you could, you see that, right. You don't get asked to do the Super Bowl if you can't have songs that households know. But I mean, again, Pepsi spent so much money to be the sponsor of the Super Bowl and of the halftime show and all of this stuff. And it's like, it is awesome, right? Like Pepsi, you spent so much money, but everyone still knows Coke, right? Like everyone knows right. Coca-Cola. Like you're still the underdog and you spent all this money for what? For some really, really good airtime? Like, okay, cool. Someone's going to go buy a soda. They're still going to probably go buy Coke. So it's like, I, I'm always curious, like what the final deciding factor is in these large boardrooms. Like, yes, we're going to spend $40 million to be the host of the Super Bowl for how much like percent market share is like a win for them, you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean- I'm definitely a Coke guy. Like, Oh yeah. I mean, I don't really drink that much pop, but if I'm going to drink a pop, like I'll be drinking probably a Coke product. Yes. yes. Um, and it's like, uh, like just because Pepsi was the Super Bowl sponsor, like, eh, uh, it's not going to make me go buy a Pepsi, but in some people's mind, you know, you think, Oh, maybe I'll try Pepsi. And then they like it. But for the most part, I don't know. You're that's a, that'd be a great place to be a fly on the wall to be able to hear all those conversations that go go on i mean right because it's like it's like what do they consider a win you know like right. i'm sure they're moving millions if not billions of dollars in product a year so it's like okay is it recouping you know however much we spent to be the sponsor or is it like hey we want to push market share like it's it's interesting to me you know that's how my brain works yeah or it's some big wigs just saying yeah we want to sponsor the super bowl because exactly. we love football like exactly yeah I thought one one last one that caught my eye was the Rocket Mortgage commercial. Um, okay. Mortgage is not fun. It's very like you're always questioning yourself. Oh, like is that is that the right move? And they like they took it a kind of a different way. They help people feel certainty around you know getting a mortgage and going through that process, but they did it in a very comedic way, like. Um, it was the, the husband said, Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure like we can afford this. And then oh, what was his name? I can't remember the comedian. He was Tracy in the back. Morgan. Yeah. Tracy Morgan. He was like, pretty sure. Let me show you what pretty sure it is. 
And then they like were jumping out of plane. They're like, are these parachutes? He's like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> then like it just kept going on and on. But I love that they put certainty in people's minds, but also had some comedy on it. Yep. And like Rocket Mortgage about tax time too. Like all the I love like the feud that's kind of popped up the past few years between TurboTax and HR Block. Like it's so interesting to me because like you always just think like TurboTax, like that's how, you know, everyone files their taxes if they don't still have like a tax person. But it's like H&R Block has really these past couple of years come on really strong as like a really large competitor to into it. And so it's so cool to kind of see like what commercials are going to be run and who's going to make it easier, all this stuff. And again, these companies are spending millions of dollars. So someone somewhere is approving these budgets and H&R Block has definitely seen an increase in the past few years. Cause I don't remember seeing them that much growing up. Like I knew TurboTax, but like H&R Block has come on strong. Yeah. I always felt like they were kind of just like that one store in a strip mall that you'd be like, huh, yes. Green Square, what do they do? And like, now I know, but I, I mean, TurboTax is just winning because of their name. Yep. I mean, how do you, how does everybody want, want to get their taxes done quickly? Mm-hmm. How do you do it? With TurboTax, like, their name is killing H&R Block. I mean, it's a mouthful, honestly. And like, what is it? What does it even mean? So I don't know. They won't rebrand because you and I are talking about it. But exactly. It's someone somewhere get paid a lot more to come up with that name. So, yeah, there's something behind that that we, we might just not know, but that's OK. So what else? Anything else that caught your eye? Um, no, I, th- I think that the ads are great. Now my brain, we're talking about just Reddit. My brain has just been swirling on like the stock market now. And that's just a whole other story. And oh, it's, yeah. it is, it's unbelievable what's happening in the stock market right now. All time highs. Things are just blowing up all the time. Like you can just from, from it's, I, it's like, it's like what we've talked about and like influencer marketing but it's like influencer investing. It's unbelievable. Like there's literally never been anything like this that we've seen before. Yeah. I mean, and, and like around the Super Bowl too, like there has been a ton of companies that have been able to get commercials that are a little bit smaller, but are public companies and their stock, it just flies because everybody hears about them for the first time. And they're like, Oh, electric car company. I'm in. Um, born that sticks out is uh, CCIV. Who's going to merge. There's mergers, rumor, rumors about a merger with um, Lucid Motors, wow. which is going to be a Tesla competitor. Um, they're going to do more higher end stuff. So more like Mercedes Benz of electric vehicles. Um, and their stock in the past like few weeks has either doubled or tripled. It's just like things are moving so fast. Um, I mean, I don't know if we're in, in a bubble or not, but it feels like it, it doesn't feel like that though. Like it almost yeah. doesn't feel like we're in a, it just feels like things are people, everyday people are learning the rules and are using it to, to, to create massive wealth. Like it's unbelievable what's happening. Yeah, it, it really is. And I follow it pretty closely and I have some friends who are just making insane amount of money. So um, there is an entrepreneur, his name is uh, Chamath. Palahapatia, I probably butchered that. Um, I don't know if you saw the Bitcoin spike to 45,000 today because Tesla bought $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. That. 
Yep. Um, Chamath has 100 million, or not 100 million, just a million, just a million huh, Bitcoin. Um, and so I believe that puts that net worth at 44 billion. Just so like his that. goal is, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it spiked to 45 from 38. And so he made, uh, what is that, $7 billion this morning? Like, it's a pretty good day to open and your phone. He's a, if you don't follow him on Twitter, you have to follow him on Twitter. He's a, he's a character. Um, but his goal is once Bitcoin hits 150,000, he's going to sell all of it. He'll have $150 billion. He's going to buy the Hamptons and turn it into affordable housing and summer camps for underprivileged, underprivileged youth. I think with 150 B's in the bank, he can pull that off. Yeah. I mean, and I think it's just a big <laughs> F you to the wealthy people in the Hamptons. 100%. It, mm. it, it's literally like with what's happening in the stock market. And I saw, I was reading this article that the, this money management firm put out and they're like, by 2024, you're either going to be rich or you're going to be poor. Like, like from passive income, from what's happening in the stock market, from home ownership, whatever it is, it's like, you're either going to have money that is making money on money for you or you're just going to be living paycheck to paycheck. Like there's going to be zero in between yeah. in three, four years. That's scary. You know, we're, if that is the truth, the middle class is, is fading away. And which, and, and that's been a speculation for, you know, years now, but now it's like soup so evident that it's like, whoa, like people are making money right now in a global pandemic. It's unbelievable. Like it's literally such a like disparity between like what's happening outside versus what's happening like on screens yeah and it, i mean it just goes to show that you know i think we're gonna be at the point where it feels like oh everybody's making money but we're we america has been built on the backs of people like of blue collar jobs and they cannot be more important especially in a society where everything is on zoom like everybody's complaining about zoom calls like how many people are still working blue collar jobs like that's scary if we're not producing and we are just a, a become a country that um imports everything what's our export and i mean i guess we could get to a point where the majority of our exports are near, like our white collar jobs our creative stuff but somebody's got to mine the metal somebody's got to shape the steel somebody's got to build the cars you know yeah. That's how we became the country that we are. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. It's a fun time though. It's fun to watch, fun to live in. It's fun to be a part of. Like literally like two weeks ago before Reddit like spiked it, I was like, okay, I have like a couple of dollars in, in Bitcoin, but like, you know, I could throw something in Doge and then it blew up and I was like, damn it. Like, oh my, I was like, I was so mad. I was like, oh, but it's like, it's so crazy. Like you never know. Yeah. You really don't. Then Doge, I mean. It's, yeah. it's That's a whole other story well, for a totally different episode. Yeah. But maybe we'll do a crypto, a crypto newbie episode where That'll two news talk about crypto. That would be fun. So, well, thanks for uh, hopping on and recording a podcast. It's been fun. Um, love the Super Bowl. Tons of really good stuff. Yeah. It was great. Um, 
it was great. Love talking about ads and marketing and everything and, and a little stock teaser. We'll definitely do a more flushed out episode on that for sure, because you could just talk for, for days on what's happening right now in the market. Um, but thank you guys for joining us. Until next time, it's Mac and Miles here on the 217 cast. Have a good one. 